This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today's show is about fried eggs. I am really psyched about this topic. Is it is it weird to be psyched about fried eggs? Yeah, probably a little bit. But, you know, uh, I have to admit, I am too. I love a good fried egg. I mean, I think, you know, the thing is, if you really love the flavor of eggs, and if you've got a great egg that you're excited about, fry the thing. It's really the best way to showcase everything that's great about eggs. I feel that way about everything. If you want to showcase it, fry it. <laughs> that is going to be our new motto, I think. But, you know, I don't know, particularly eggs. Yes, but what makes something, what makes an egg great? Well, you know, I think about the eggs that I've been getting at the farmer's market lately. Those yolks are so rich and so orange. They just, the flavor is incredible. I know. I love how when you, uh, when you put them in the pan to fry them, the yolk kind of sits up in the middle of the pan like, hello, I'm the yolk. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, get, I get my eggs from Sweden. And... Uh, <laughs> Um, and uh, when you serve them up, they they, uh, they look exactly like the moons over my hammy picture from the Denny's menu, but taste much better than that. Delicious. You know, and the other thing is that fried eggs are good on everything. That's true. <laughs> I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> uh, well, but they're also good on food. They are. They're delicious on food. I, um, <laughs> I've been braising a lot of things lately since it's winter, and, you know, we got to occupy all of these hours of darkness here in Seattle. Mm-hmm. I've been braising a lot. And I really love a fried egg on braised cabbage or braised endive or Brussels sprouts. Me too. I read a study once that the average person thinks about braising 100 times a day. <laughs> I definitely do. Me too. That yeah. sounds wonderful. And I w- I'm going to take that uh, in, the, in the same direction, um, some uh, southern-style braised greens, um, stewed greens, like mu- mustard greens, collard greens, cook them for a long time. Uh, serve them up, put some ham in there uh, or some bacon, put a fried egg on top, and the yolk will melt right into the pot liquor and make an incredibly thick, unctuous sauce. (laughs) Good use of unctuous. Yes. You know, speaking of things that you cook for a long time and sort of braise and stew, one thing I want to be sure to mention is ratatouille. A a fried egg on top of ratatouille is a a thing of beauty. Doesn't the DVD get all, like, greasy? (laughs) Uh, Moving right along. (laughs) 
Um, okay, so for, forget this this European crap. Um, how about bibimbap? It's uh, the the Korean rice bowl dish. You got a bowl of rice, some wonderful uh, pickled and spicy and uh, otherwise um, deliciously prepared vegetables, and some marinated beef and a fried egg right in the middle of the bowl. And you stir everything together and eat it with a spoon. It's brilliant. I want some right now. Me too. Um, another thing you can do. Uh, have you ever had a fried egg on a burger? No. It sounds it sounds like it would be completely okay. It is completely over the top, but uh, it's wonderful. You don't need any other kind of sauce on there. It's beautiful. Would you Would you do it on a cheeseburger? Do you think that you know that it would be great? Because I'm a cheeseburger kind of person. I'm a cheeseburger kind of person too, and I think it would be wonderful. Okay. Good. Good. You know, the other thing that I wanted to mention is fried eggs are great on salad. We don't only have to put them on hot things, you know? That's true. Um, so I was thinking actually of like a frise salad, like um, a salad lyonnaise, um, mm-hmm. which is a really mustardy vinaigrette, frise, um, and usually ham or bacon. You can throw a fried egg on top and, uh, and the egg yolk would be fantastic. Now, doesn't that usually have a poached egg? It does usually have a poached egg, but I, I like to do it at home with a fried egg. Me, t- me too, actually, because I'm kind of scared of poaching eggs. Maybe that'll be a, a, another episode. Okay, we'll I can bookmark get over, that Get one. over, yep, my fear of, of poaching. Okay, that all sounds great. Is there anything that wouldn't be improved by putting a fried egg on top? Oh, for sure. I mean, really, it, it's sad, but there are things. And the first one I'm thinking of is uh, pancakes. I really don't oh, think fried on. eggs should be anywhere near anything sweet. That's true. I guess I, I'll admit that's kind of gross, but people are doing it all over America. I know, and it's it's a, it's a tragedy. People, you're on notice. <laughs> um, I think a fried egg on steak. You see that done? I like the the way the yolk pools around the edge of the steak and mixes with the steak juices. That's just too rich for me, yeah. and I like rich stuff. Yeah, that's intense. You know, another thing I'm thinking would be really bad with a fried egg is uh, a slice of cake. I think that's an atrocity. Yeah. Yeah. I, how about uh, spaghetti marinara with a fried egg on top? You know, I'm thinking it, that might not work. Well, it sounds good, and I've actually tried frying an egg in a, a skillet of marinara sauce. I had some leftover marinara and thought it'd make an easy dinner, and it just wasn't right. The marinara has all this, you know, bite and, and acidity to it from the tomatoes, and it just sort of covers up the yolk. I have a bad idea. A mug of beer with a fried egg dropped in it. <laughs> Although head bartenders are calling it the dunker. I am feeling queasy just thinking of it. So that uh, sounds like a great time to get in the kitchen and make some lunch. Fantastic. Um, how about some kimchi fried rice? I've got some homemade kimchi, some leftover rice. We'll uh, fry it up with some bacon and uh, put a couple of fried eggs on top. What do you think? What is not to love? All Let's right. Let's do it. Let's do it. So the eggs that we're using today... Are, uh, are from Quilcita Farms here in Washington State. Um, I think Quilcita mostly grows, or mostly raises goats. So these are goat eggs? No, these are chicken eggs, actually. Goat eggs, I think. Um, very difficult to fry. Um, <laughs> I, believe, I believe the biological term for a goat egg is a zygote. Yes, yes. Or perhaps, um, I don't know, uh, an early stage blastula. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, man. This is, this is going to be a blastula. <laughs> oh. uh, anyway, but Quilcita also grows great or raises great chickens uh, and good eggs. Yes, I love having access to such good eggs these days. Um, although, for some reason, at, uh, at our farmer's market, everybody ran out of eggs like three weeks ago, and haven't, they haven't had any since. Well, I was just asking somebody about that the other day, actually, why it is that not only it's, it's harder to get eggs at the farmer's market in the winter, but they're so much more expensive. I don't know if you've noticed that. Um, apparently, chickens lay fewer eggs in the winter. 
Um, and so just, you know, there's less supply. Can, so, can we, like, whip them or something? Well, and, uh, maybe we could. I, we should try it. Okay. I, I'll call up the guy at Colcita, ask him if he's tried whipping his chickens. Yeah, because I think, I think the whole, like, happy farm animals thing is over, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's had its day. <laughs> so are we going to cook these eggs two at a time? Um, I was going to put all four in there. Okay. Because um, that way the whites don't have a chance to spread way all over the place. Okay. I hold the mic down like near the frying pan and put the eggs in. No, the way, they're not going to make that much noise the way I do it. Um, let's pretend this kimchi frying noise is the fried egg. Okay. Uh, so we've just been sitting here eating some kimchi fried rice with a fried egg on top and it was totally fantastic. Thank well, thank you. Matthew. you. Um, and I was noticing that when you were frying your eggs that you cooked them pretty gently so that the they still had kind of a snowy white bottom as opposed <laughs> to a frizzled brown bottom. Sorry, there's nothing funny about those terms. Well, I mean, the reason I do that way is because uh, one day I Googled snowy white bottom on Google Images and just I liked what came up. Um, no, um, the, uh, the, the even more embarrassing true reason is that uh, one time I read a food writer, and I don't even remember who it was, who was very strident about a, a fried egg must always be uh, perfectly white on the bottom, and that's the only true fried egg. And I don't really believe that, but at the same time, I somehow kind of internalized it and made the snowy white bottom my bottom of choice. <laughs> well, you know, bottoms aside, was it John Thorne who by any chance said this about eggs? It, it might have been. Because I read a piece by John Thorne about toast, and it's made it so that I can never enjoy toast again, because I'm always analyzing it, going, would John Thorne think this toast was good enough? It's very, it, John Thorne, man. Whatever, whatever it is that he said about toast, don't tell me, because I don't, I don't want toast to be ruined for me either. <laughs> well, I have to say, I like my fried eggs with a frizzled brown, you know, sort of lacy edge to them. Mm -hmm. But I kind of think that it's maybe because that's just sort of the way I learned to cook them. I, I, I kind of agree with you. I like them both ways. Yeah. Let's Google up lacy edge and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, let's do <laughs> The problem I have when I make fried eggs is I get nervous that the white just around the base of the yolk might not be all the way cooked through. And runny yolk is a beautiful thing, but runny white is really snotty and disgusting and can totally ruin dinner. What, what do you do to make sure that the white is all cooked before you serve the sunny side up egg? I kind of poke around on the egg with my finger. Now, this is not a very glamorous method. Um, it's it's not the egg is not as hot as you would think so I've never burned myself doing it okay. but you know just beware uh, I take the pad of my index finger and my middle finger and when the egg looks like it's about done to me when the white looks opaque and and the yolk still looks you know bright and runny I just touch around the yolk with my finger just to make sure that there's not a lot of jiggling under my finger <laughs> or why do you laugh when I say jiggle that I, is your mind. No reason. Um, anyway, I make sure that there's not a lot of jiggling or that it doesn't feel too slippery or gelatinous under my finger. Okay, well, let me ask you a follow-up question. If you touch it and it is still jiggly and gelatinous, isn't that really gross and doesn't it make you want to, like, get a new finger? Yeah, it pretty much does. Because <laughs> I really think that, uh, you know, uh, if there was, like, a top ten list of, like, nasty stuff, I think that runny white would definitely be, I don't know, at least number two. Yeah, and it's also a terrible name for a rapper. Runny White. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, the, the, I, I have to admit, a couple of weeks ago, I accidentally served Lori, my wife, a, uh, a fried egg that had a little snotty strand of runny white, and I was so embarrassed when she held this up on her fork in an what admonishing shame. way. What shame. Wow. Well, how do you uh, how do you make sure that your white's not going to be runny? Well, I sort of uh, use a spatula the same way you use your finger and kind of uh, pull pull at the edge of the of, of the yolk um, uh, without breaking the yolk, of course, but pull the uh, pull the white back a little bit until it doesn't kind of move around so much, and I can tell that it's cooked. Sometimes I admit I uh, I decide to go over easy at the last second um, and uh, and just flip the eggs for five seconds and make sure that it's cooked that way. Yeah, it's like taking out a little additional insurance policy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I would buy that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I make when I don't know what else to eat? What? A fried egg sandwich. I fry an egg, I toast a couple of pieces of bread... I put on a little grated cheese and some hot sauce, and uh, I would I would eat that for any meal. That sounds delicious. You know, I when I make a fried egg sandwich, well, I don't even know even know if you can call it a sandwich because I make it open face. I feel like how do you keep the yolk? How do you make sure the yolk spreads out evenly between those two pieces of bread? Or do you get some bites that are yolkless? I, I get some bites that are yolkless, and I get some some yolk running down my finger, but it's okay. Now, when you say yours is open-faced, do you have... So you mean just, like, a piece of toast with a fried egg sitting on top of it? That is what I mean, yeah. Do you, yeah. Eat, it, do you eat it with a fork? No, I would actually pick it up and eat it. However, I would keep a fork on hand to stab it and smear the yolk strategically around. I'm very careful with my egg yolk. I really... I, I, want, I want to distribute it evenly over the white. Do you have a fork on hand right now in case you need to stab something? <laughs> I always do. <laughs> I'm going to be careful what I say from here on out. <laughs> Well, Molly, I gotta go. I'm gonna cook up a whole bunch of fried eggs and go around and put them on everything in sight and just see what works. Well, and now you've got me curious. I think I'm gonna go get some beer and put a fried egg in it. Thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, the show that makes you apparently never want to cook anything again. Visit us on our website at spilledmilkpodcast.com where you can find this week's recipe for kimchi fried rice. I'm Matthew Amsterburton. And I'm Molly Weisenberg. Well, the first thing that I'm thinking of, since it's winter, is um, braises. I think we should all be sort of braising. <laughs> I think we should all be braising our braises. I, 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 like, I, I love that, that Beach Boys classic, um, Brazen USA. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Although they do kind of play the hell out of it this time of year. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 